The Old Goal of Truth is a proud member of the Creative Grapevine. Welcome back to The Old Goal of Truth. I'm Bryce. And I'm Alex. We're exploring self-improvement through philosophy. This season, we're studying Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. This last week, we studied Book 1. If you're just joining us now, we encourage you to start at the beginning of the season, which was last week's episode, and read along with us. Hey, future Alex here. Before we get into everything, I just want to say, if you could please leave us a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash Togot, that would be incredible and very much appreciated. Anyways, thanks for listening. On with the show. Okay, Bryce, uh, you first. How have you been doing this week? Um, not bad. I've been super busy um, just with kind of school and work and um, hanging out with some friends and stuff and trying to clean the house. My roommates uh, started moving in today. He's going to finish moving in tomorrow. Um, so yeah, so just kind of busy getting all that stuff dealt with, um, but pretty good. That's good. That's good. Has it, um, like, do you, I, I know for me, um, spending time with friends and seeing friends and um, and I mean, having somebody move in, if they're a friend of yours, that's something that always helps me. Um, do you think that that's kind of been, I guess, like a staying power for you or a staying or a steadying force for you? Yeah, um, it's it's definitely really nice to, to hang out with some people. Um, and And it will be nice to have a roommate because, I mean, I get home and it's like, Oh, there's no one to talk to. I'll just talk to myself and look like a crazy person. <laughs> um, so that that will be nice. And and my new roommate, he is a friend of mine, and and he likes playing games and stuff. So there'll pl- be plenty of that in in our uh, free time. So and he's doing the same uh, school program as as I. So we'll be able to work together on that if need be. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah. Um, and how how is that going? How's because uh, it's the pathway program that you're is. That's yep. what it's called. Um, how's that going? It's actually going really well. Um, so right before we recorded, I told you that I'm now sitting at a 98.88% only because um, my teacher finally marked an assignment from two weeks ago <laughs> that I had it in and didn't quite get 100% on it. But I mean, I got 108 out of um, 120 so and it was it was a simple writing writing assignment anyways, but it was still really good and it's it's nice to be able to see that I was moving forward. I was also actually the lead student um, this past Thursday in our in our little gathering that we have uh, once a week, and everyone told me that I did a really good job. So, well, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I think I think you do a really good job at leading discussions and and kind of. Um, you know, bring about that conversation. And I know uh, when I took it, I think they do it a little differently now. Um, but when I was in the pathway program, um, the the leader, I, I think that's something you'd be good at. Uh, and for anybody listening, the pathway program is kind of a university prep sort of thing. Is that a good way to describe it, Bryce? Yeah, so it's something where um, if you haven't been to school for a while and you want to get back into school or if you didn't do so great in school um, and you're planning on going to school, it's a really good way to start. 
um, because honestly, the first couple of weeks are super easy. It is still pretty easy. Like I can definitely feel it kind of building up a little bit. Um, but I mean, my first math, my first math test was what's 70 plus 102 <laughs> and like things like that. And like, it was, it was strictly just adding and subtraction. Yeah. Um, and my second math test was multiplication and division. And so it's like, it, it was really easy to start and we're like, we're kind of moving a little bit further along, um, this past week, um, we did fractions, um, and just kind of trying to figure out that, um, I think I only had one question for like adding fractions and stuff where they had a different denominator. Really? Um, so it was really easy. Oh yeah. Yeah. So even, even that, even though it's like a higher level of math, it was still super easy because, um, all of them had common denominators. Yeah, that is super easy. Um, I remember I found it pretty easy as well when I did the program. And I think it's not supposed to be super challenging as far as content. I think what it's mostly about is getting in you in the habit of doing homework and doing school again. Because like you said, it, it's largely for people who haven't done it already or haven't done it recently. Yeah. And, and I mean, honestly, some people are not good at math at all. Like some people have, because for me, um, the only reason why I haven't gotten a hundred percent on all my math tests, because I'm actually really good at math. Um, but the only reason why I haven't gotten a hundred percent on them is because on the ones where I get like 99%, I'm honestly just too lazy to take the whole test again. Cause the majority of the tests are about 50 questions. Um, and I, I just, I don't want to spend, the, spend the time to, to redo the whole entire test just for one mark because like I have other things to do. I have a life. I, I have work. I have other school stuff that I have to do too. Right. Um, so that's why I'm on my math tests. I'm, I haven't gotten a hundred percent on every single one, but then there are other, are other people who do struggle with those sorts of things and, and they are are only able to get like 75% um even if they do it a second and a third time and for me my struggles writing so we all have different struggles when it comes to school and so and that's just kind of the for me it's writing and other people it's math and and then the other nice thing too is that they do teach teach a little bit about uh, life skills in it yeah which is really great um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's good. You're doing, doing that. I remember I did it. I think I, I was in it three years ago, three years ago. Now I was doing the, the pathway program. Um, so yeah. Yeah. It's definitely changed since then, but it's still really good. Um, so what about yourself, Alex? How have you been doing this week? I have been doing well. Um, so I don't know. I feel like I, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but just in case I haven't, um, I've gone through a whirlwind of changes. I've changed my major recently. I'm no longer becoming a high school teacher. There's a long story as to why that happens, um, why that happened, but it comes down to some clerical errors. Um, and so this week I did further decluttering of my life, which felt very good. Uh, it was hard to let go of a few things, particularly the people of home, uh, which is another podcast uh, that that I 
was doing. I think I canceled that this week. Um, uh, yeah, did I tell you about that? Did I already say that on the show? Yep. Oh, I... um, you didn't. You didn't say that you were canceling it, but you did tell me. Okay, I did tell you. Yeah, so I, I canceled the People of Home, which is too bad because it was a project. I already had a ton of stuff recorded for next year, but I just realized that with the changes I have to make, I have to make that sacrifice and I have to simplify. And I just, I had to cut it out, um, which I think, I think that idea of simplifying will kind of lead in to our discussion of stoicism and of meditations and stuff, um, which which is great uh, that I'm able to apply some of these ideas of of cutting out these things that maybe aren't so helpful in my day to day. So yeah, I canceled the show. Uh, there are still all the episodes. You can find them wherever you get podcasts. There's just not going to be anymore. And I would say there are a few particular episodes that I'm really really proud of and that. I'm really glad that I did it, um, but it was hard canceling it. I just had to, I had to email everybody who I had worked with on it and let them know that hey, that thing we recorded in the summer, it's not coming out. Um, the the show is over. Everybody go home, uh, kind of thing. But you know, I'm pleased with what I did do and what I did accomplish with it. But yeah, otherwise, um, mentally this week has been pretty good. Yeah. I, w- I would say pretty good. So I guess you're you're talking about decluttering and stuff and having to let go some things. Um, how I think this is it, this is something that's very important to recognize. How were you able to get rid of things like the people of home that you did actually care about? I think it's like an honest conversation with myself is ultimately what it comes down to is sitting down and looking at the way my life is organized and and saying, you know what, some of these things have to go um, and acknowledging that sometimes you really have to do things that suck. Um, and, and there is somebody uh, who kind of inspired this in me. Like I said, I recorded a lot of the content for next year already for the people of home, something that will never be released. Um, and so it's just going to sit on my hard drive collecting dust but um there was a guest that i interviewed for broken bulbs a show that's going to start january 1st and she told me um i forget her name right now i interviewed like 50 people over the summer but she told me about an expedition she was going on and she said oh i remember her last name her last name is uh, oh, no, it's gone. I forget it. Uh, anyway, sorry. She told me that... Uh, <laughs> that was so embarrassing. She told me that she was planning an expedition, that she had sponsors, that she had everything ready to go. The sponsors had sent her their fancy winter coats and had sent her the, her uh, skis to use for her expedition and, you know, everything. And she had to cancel the expedition um and so she emailed them and she said it was really hard to email them because you don't you don't want to you know call somebody up and it's a little bit embarrassing right saying hey that thing that we planned together well it's canceled it's over and she said that she emailed them 
and that they were totally understanding um, and that she even got to keep the equipment and stuff. Um, but she said that that honesty paid off because now they trust her on the next thing. They know that she's a communicator. And I emailed the day that I decided to drop the people of home. I emailed the people that I had to let know or that I felt like I had to let know anybody who was participating in it. And, you know, and then it was done and everybody was understanding. Everybody got it. Um, and so I guess that's how I how I was able to simplify and how I was able to declutter those things is being honest with myself saying, I can't do this anymore. I can't sustain it there. You know, it's unreasonable to expect myself to carry on with this. Um, so that's what, that's ultimately what it came down to. Yeah. You know, one, one thing that I was, uh, that, that I was thinking about was when, when Alandra was moving into her, her van, um, she she had to de- declutter a lot and 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 this was more so on the lines of physical stuff not oh i'm working on this project sort of thing mm-hmm. and she she sat there and she's like okay well i need to get rid of a ton of stuff so how am i going to do this and she figured out how she made a throw out pr- pile and a maybe keep pile mm-hmm. she she never made an actual keep pile hmm. So she she split them into two piles and then she went back through her maybe pile and then went through and said, no, I don't need this. No, I don't need this. Okay, I do need this. No, I don't need this. Right. So it, it made it it made it so that she she could go through her stuff again and again and again in one period of time, because, I mean, we do it all the time where we do our spring cleaning and we say no to 50% of our stuff and then keep the other 50%. And then when spring cleaning comes around again next year, we've collected a whole ton more stuff. But what's funny is that 50, that, that 50% of stuff that we kept from last year, we throw out 25% of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, do, we don't need it. And we never did need it. But it wasn't until we did our actual spring cleaning that we threw it out. Yeah, that's something I've been really aware of as I've been, because I haven't just been decluttering uh, the the mental things in my life. I've been decluttering physically. And I'm realizing as I'm going through things that I, I look at things and I say, I remember when this meant something to me when I was 12 or even when I was 23. And I look at it and I say, yeah, it's not important. And so... I've been starting to look at things that I buy or that I have or that I'm given and I look at it and say, is this going to mean something to me in three months or three years or am I going to be such a profoundly different person that I'm going to look at it and just think it's not important, right? And then be able to to move on from it. So yeah, de- decluttering has helped me immensely um, as far as my mental sanity <laughs> and health has gone this week. But uh, we should probably move on to talking about our physical goals. Um, are you as nervous for this segment as I am? Probably more. <laughs> 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 um, 
How'd you do on your physical goals? Okay, first of all, again, I have a recollection of, of what I actually said only because I say it like every single time. Um, <laughs> and honestly, like, so not even not even going to to what I specifically said, but kind of things that I've said in the past, just to kind of go over it. Um, sleeping well this this weekend, I had a a, a friend over um, that, and he he stayed over uh, Friday night and Saturday night, so he's been over all all weekend, and um, so sleeping has definitely not been well. Um, even even during the week. Uh, work week, I still didn't really go to bed at a great time. Um, and then um, eating, I definitely did eat a little bit better this week. Um, I did most definitely eat out though. Um, so it's kind of been a 50-50 on, on both those lines. And I mean, when it comes to working out, I've done nothing. So I do, I definitely do have a few goals in mind. Um, when we, when we come to the end of, of our episode today, um, that I'm, I'm excited to talk about and to share because, because I, I have a few ideas and, and I just, I, I, I'm going to write them down again <laughs> and make sure I actually do them. But, um, yeah, so that's, that's where I'm honestly at with my physical goals. I know Alex, you, you were talking about using your, uh, jump ropes. Yeah, I was talking about it, wasn't I? And uh, guess what I didn't do? Um, yeah, I didn't use my jump ropes, um, which is really disappointing to me. And even this week, I didn't, um, I, I missed one of my days uh, for walking. I, I didn't quite get as many steps as I normally do which was a disappointment for me, but I'm a very move on. It was the first time in months that I missed it. Um, also, remember how I mentioned having girls night last weekend? Yeah, well, uh, then did we... Did you not have girls night? We did have girls night, uh, and then we had guys night later in the week, too. Oh, and you ate sugar then, didn't you? I didn't eat sugar. I ate a lot of, like, fatty foods. We had taquitos and hot dogs and wings, and I guess wings have a lot of sugar. Oh, that would do it. Um, and I ate... What else did we have? We had pizza bagels and poutine, and <laughs> it was really just... Mm, poutine. I, I was so sick the next day, but it was fun. But guys' night, guys night is over, and I, I have some ideas of how I can improve. One of one of those things um, I'll mention now and then the other I'll mention later when we talk about the goals and stuff and the plans and intentions for the week. Um, two of our sisters, Claire and Alandra, um, are going to do this jump rope challenge where you do uh, five minutes each day for the first five days and then you add a minute each day for 21 days. And so by the end of it, you're doing 21 minutes of uh, jump rope. And I'm like, yeah, I can, I can do that. And so hopefully we do a good accountability thing. Um, Alandra, I guess, is making a video about it. She's planning to start a YouTube channel soon. Um, and so that, that's one of the things that I'm going to do um, is, is be accountable to those two as well as to you. So hopefully, hopefully... Um, it it goes well, um, but yeah, alas, with that, are you ready to 
move on to the book after this quick advertisement? I am ready. If you're enjoying The Old Goal of Truth, you might also enjoy listening to Knights and Nerds. Knights and Nerds is not just an actual play D&D podcast with an original campaign being played by a group of friends who tolerate each other. It's also a podcast where I, the Dungeon Master, talk about how I'm adapting to the choices the players make, as well as revealing to you, the audience, the complex story and deadly twists that I have in store for my players. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or at knightsandnerds.com. Now on to the show. Okay, Bryce, um, let's jump into the book. Um, I guess it actually has you written here as the as the main host. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I'm commandeering that position right now. You can... You can pick it up after this, you know after go, you give us go for it. your initial insights. Okay, so my initial insights. Um, so you know how for the past, for the first two books, I said it was really difficult to read slash listen to, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I found that I was kind of, by the end of our last book, I was kind of getting into it um, on on the, the feel of it, the pattern of it, Um and, and so I really was able to dig into the book a little bit better because I, I was understanding the way it was written so I could wrap my ha- head around it. Because a lot of it was um, because of this and this, it creates this. And, and that's how I felt that book was kind of, our, the first two books were kind of a bit more built. I know... Um, I, I know for the last days of Socrates, it was more so of a uh, story or a star- stage play or, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but it was still very much so a, because of this and this, it equaled this. With, th- with this one, with Meditations, the way that I felt at least was that it was um, just like, as we said in our first episode, it was just kind of a journal that he wrote. And so what I got out of the, the first book that, that we read this past week, even though I listened it, to it uh, probably six, seven times, I, I didn't get a ton out of it. But what I really got out of it is we need to remember who has influ- influenced us in our lives. And, and I, um, I'll, I'll go more into that later on like into our discussion and stuff but that's that's just kind of what i got out of it um what did what did you get out of it um kind of in in the same vein actually uh, in this first book he talks a lot about the different people who have influenced him and how they've done that uh which is really really great and i i think uh, probably a lot of people's journals would read similarly um if they're if they're referencing the people around them and saying, you know, I'm grateful for so-and-so because they taught me this and I was really blessed to have so-and-so. And I love this reflection of, of gratitude that he gave. Um, one of the things that I really got out of it as well um, is that he, it's like a very steadying philosophy. Like it is, um, it's not extreme right it's it's very almost quiet i feel like quiet would be yeah uh, a good way to describe it 
yeah, I think I think quiet would be a good way to describe it. Um, so I'm curious, going along what with what you said about the importance of acknowledging the the people who have influenced you in your life. Um, why do you why do you think that's important? Why can't you just take the lesson, or maybe you can just take the lesson? But I, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Expanded. The, this one is is an interesting one because you you do have a point that we can just um, say okay well so and so said something cool end of story. However, I I think it is it is really um, I I think it's nice like being can't word this today. Um, I think it's really nice to to be the person that has influenced someone um Mm -hmm. and and have that recognition and i know that it's like it's not about recognition like we we shouldn't just influence people for the good for the recognition however or well not however on that end um on 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 the end of the the people that we are influencing it's really cool that he says, um, my my mom taught me this, my uh, grandpa taught me this, my great grandpa taught me this, and and recognizing that these people in his life taught him these things means that okay, if if I need someone to go to to talk about my feelings, I'm going to my mom. Instead of sitting there, well, I don't know who to go to because I can't remember who taught me these lessons, hmm. right? Or um, for for something more uh, um, temporal or physical, I guess. Like, say, say you were learning how to work a computer really well and, like, program. So, say you're learning how to program and someone's teaching you. So, say you're teaching me how to program, and you're the only person that I know that knows how to program. Right. And and I'm sitting there, I'm trying to program something, and then I get stuck. If I forget that you taught me how to program and that you know how to program, I'm going to be stuck because I don't know who to turn to. And and so that's that's my opinion on on that, where, you know, it's it's nice to remember who taught you these lessons because in the future you might have to actually turn back to them for help yeah i think i think it's interesting that you take such a um such a practical standpoint on this that it's it's important to you um largely because you might need to call on that person for help in the future yeah yeah um and i mean who knows they they may it's it's like the saying don't burn any bridges yeah. So, I mean, it, it's interesting to me because I, for me, I won't go back and read my journal. Like, I, I don't think it's important for like a memory thing to remember who who taught me certain things. I think it's imp- important um, because w- writing it down, because recording your gratitude kind of does... Um, it it does something for you, right? Like I've learned in my life that gratitude is a personal boon. I've learned for myself 
that when I'm grateful for things and when I'm grateful for people, I treat them better, right? I'm more uh, respectful and I'm more thoughtful. And so for me, it comes purely from a standpoint of almost auto-indoctrination, right? The more you write it down, the more it becomes a truth to you. The more you're grateful for things, the more you will be more grateful, right? It's a snowballing effect. Interesting. I never, I never really thought of it that way. Like I knew, I knew that when you write things down, it, it does kind of drill into you a little bit better. Um, that's why in school, p- teachers depending on your teacher, they'll have you write the notes as well as see them and hear them because it just, it really drills into you and it, and it reminds you. I remember, uh, this was back in grade five. I think it was grade six that actually doing spelling tests stopped, which I mean, kind of makes sense because by then you should understand all the different types of rules and understand how to spell a lot of words. Um, but in, in grade five, because I was never a good speller anyways. Like I've, I've had spelling tests where I've only got three out of the 10 words spelled right only because it was the word four, <laughs> right? And so what I did one night, um, and I actually did it a couple more times after this because I, I realized it probably halfway through the year. Um, but I took my nice old MP3 player, um, uh, <laughs> and, and recorded myself st- saying these words and spelling it out. And then I put it on loop and, and I put in my headphones and I just, I ended up falling asleep to it. And I mean, it was in the evening anyway, so I wasn't concerned about that, but I get up the next day to, to go do this spelling test and, and I sit down and... I get most of those words right when there's no way I would have gotten them right. I mean, even for me, whenever I spell because I still have to, I still have to do baby eats candy apples until she explodes. Like every time I write because I have to say that out because it's just drilled into my brain. Like I don't have the actual letters themselves drilled into my brain. Right, right. You have a little trick for for remembering it. Yeah. And I think I think we do that with a lot of things. I um I do that with horizontal and vertical. I remember because um like up uh, or high in f- French is o like h a u t, right? And and I remember that horizontal kind of starts the same way as O, but then I remember that it's not high <laughs> and that the other one is up and it's like very convoluted. I don't know how it works. It just, it's just something that I did, right? Yeah, it, it's a it's a memory trick, right? Yeah, and so I I think we all do that with little things. Yeah, for 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 uh, horizontal and vertical, I just think horizon. See, and that's a way better one. That's so much better. Like because it's it, it's so simple. Because if you know the one, then you're gonna know the other, right? right because exactly. you only have two options. And literally, the word horizontal is in, or horizon is in horizontal. Um, we we could talk about these silly 
memory tricks that we do, but every everybody does it and it, it helps ingrain things. And the more you write things down, right? If if you write for days and days and days, I hate my family, I hate my family, I hate my family, it's going to have an impact on you. It's going to solidify Absolutely. and it's going to make it worse, right? And so I think gratitude is huge. And I I feel like I feel like meditations is um, is Marcus talking to himself. It's him talking to himself and working through things for himself and trying to figure out how do I be a better person? How do I be a better person? And in this first section, it's reminding himself of all the wonderful people who have influenced him and helped him and guided him. Um, and... And, and yeah, and so I, I love that idea of gratitude. I like that for you, there is a practical aspect to it as well. Um, but ultimately, it is this, you know, it, it's special. It's important to, to remember these people, whether it's for a principled gratitude standpoint or just remembering out of kindness or necessity or practicality who these people are. Um do you mind if we move on to kind of another um, topic here? Yeah, absolutely. So something that I noticed uh, while reading this was um, that it talks about his philosophy and where he learned these things. Um, and I, I'm going to read this little bit. I've kind of edited it a little bit to my favorite, favorite bits. But... Um, he says uh, something that he learned. He said, Never to be in haste, and yet never to slow, nor to be angry or suspicious, but ever ready to do good and to forgive and to speak truth. I think that's like a huge lesson. Like I mentioned with this philosophy, with Stoicism, being quiet, right? It's quiet, it's, it's patient, and it's listening. And it it moves slowly and deliberately and intentionally. And I just, I love that. Based on what you've read so far, Bryce, what, what are you seeing as being this philosophy? You know, I, I would have to say that, that I am on the same boat as you. Um, when it, with it being, you know, um, being patient, just just being slow, listening, seeing who's around, because um, honestly, that that is a huge uh, part of life is is actually getting to know people, because I mean everyone wants to be known, right? Even even introverts, they still want to know that someone is out there for them. Like, deep down. Because, I mean, yeah, an introvert would say, oh, I would be totally content just living on my own and, like, no one around me or anything like that. And you know what? I do feel like there are some people that that definitely would be fine like that. But at the same time, um, just just knowing someone is around can, can make your life a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. Um, so I think I think that is is very important. And, and knowing that someone does actually know you more like, because I mean, yeah, you know yourself, 
but but who really knows you who who else out there actually knows you right who, who knows what's your what you're going through in life um because i mean a, a lot of a lot of people know that i've had uh mental health problems but that's all they know right hmm there there's no more to it they they only know that information and that's it mm-hmm. so if so it is it is comfortable to know that hey there is this person out there that actually does know what i'm going through and they might be able to help me what is it that um in this reading that kind of pointed you to to uh, reading this um out of it i i can't pin a a certain spot that he he talks about it or anything but even even the fact that he talks about um, what his mother taught him, what his friend taught him, um, and different lessons that he learned from people and that he was able to talk to people about certain things and, and, and those types of things, it, it just makes it makes me feel like, okay, he actually knows these people. Like, he's not totally sharing everything with us, but he actually knows these people and knows what they're good at and, and knows what, what they're, they're not good at. And even even if he doesn't say, oh, my mom wasn't good at doing this, right? He says, my mom was good at this. And, um, you know, it's interesting today, actually, uh, at church, we were talking about that, about how we shouldn't be focusing on, on the negatives of, of other people. It's, it's great to say, hey, you know, I've noticed that, that you need to work on, on this, like maybe I can help you with it, um, but it's also really good to say, "Hey, you know what? You did a really good job on this." Like, with with me being the lead student for uh, my pathway gathering on Thursday, when everyone was like, "Wow, you you did a really good job," I'm just like, "Really? <laughs> Thanks." Hmm. Like it it was it was nice to hear that, right? So it was, it was nice to know that someone was around, someone was actually paying attention and and remembered. Um, Joseph Sim is in my pathway group, and he 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 was on your your uh, podcast, My Wax Museum, like at the very beginning, and um, and I I know that he's done some cool stuff, and and somehow it came up in in the gathering on Thursday where I was able to compliment that compliment him on that and he's like oh wow that was actually really nice i didn't know you knew about this huh so yeah i i think that's really good that you know um that you take notice of other people and it's always nice that when other people take notice of us is there something that that you do um to listen and to to look out for others like that i i am i'm it's sometimes <laughs> sometimes i'm a good listener I, I wouldn't say that I have selective hearing because I don't um, because I mean selective hearing is you want it, you hear what you want to hear right but one thing it, it's kind of funny and I, th I think we've sort of discussed this a little bit in past seasons um, but I have when when I find out what someone's birthday is and I, I like I actually really like them and and I'm good friends with them and I know that they struggle a little bit uh, or a lot. Um, I 
I remember their birthday so that I can go and say happy birthday. And because, you know, for me, I really don't care. Like, if you say happy birthday to me, you say happy birthday to me. If you don't, you don't. Like, a lot of people don't even know my birthday. I, I mean, do you, do you blame other people for not remembering your birthday? No, I just, for, for me personally, I... Um, you try to remember other people's birthdays. Because, you know, some, some people, for, for some people, it does actually mean a ton. For, for me, I'm like, oh, wow, thanks for remembering my birthday. Especially if it's someone who I didn't expect them to remember my birthday, right? Because, I mean, in a sense, it, it is nice if, if my family does remember my birthday. Um, but, but when it's just a friend or an, or an acquaintance or whatever, and, and they remember my birthday and say happy birthday to me, I'm like, oh, wow, thank you. <laughs> uh, right. Like it, that, that is actually really nice. And, and again, like, I, I don't mean I'm expecting people to actually remember my birthday to show that they care about me or anything, right? Because there's plenty of other ways. Right. It's not like my birthday is the only thing that, I mean, you could walk up to me one day and just say, you know, I'm, I'm grateful that you're around, right? I'm grateful that you're my friend. And it's just the same, right? Right, right. Yeah, I do think, I, I think there's an importance in expecting nothing from others, um, but always being ready to give, um, to give that goodness, right? And that kindness. And that's, that's what I really liked about this. It's, it says, you know, don't be angry or suspicious but always be ready to do good and to forgive and to speak truth. And I just, you know, um, I, I really appreciate that. I like the quietness of this philosophy, you know, the steady responsibility and duty to other people. And at the same time, not, not forcing others into the same, not having that expectation that they deliver identical results in return. Um, I think that's a really, really key part about it. Um, uh, do you have any, any other thoughts on the book to add? No, that was kind of everything. Um, I just think that, that it is really important to, to remember those who influence you in your life for good, um, and, and thank them every once in a while because, you know, they... They may not feel like they deserve it, um, but if, if someone really does care about you and has influenced you in, in a good way, they, they definitely do deserve uh, a thank you every once in a while, even if they don't feel like they do. Because you know what? Honestly, our worst critics are ourselves. Right. Yeah. And so if, if you can show someone that, you know, Hey, you're you're worth more than what you actually think you are. Then, honestly, that will make their day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had. Oh yeah, I remember. Uh, I'll I'll share kind of my final thought here, and then we'll we'll move on to our action items. Um, so my last thought was this idea of being passionless um you know going along with this quietness i i like that um i i am a fairly 
passionless person unless you ask me about my feelings on peanut butter, then uh, I am filled with passion. But I like this idea of just being steady, of being present. Um, I I think it's it's fantastic, and I'm looking forward to reading reading the rest of this this book with you during this season. And I'm glad that I got a paper copy because then I can mark it up and highlight things and um, and work through things that way. Um, but with that, I guess I guess we have an ad break maybe, and then and then we'll get into what we're going to do this week. Hey guys, Future Alex here once again. Just popping in before this last segment of the show, I want to say thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it, and we're looking for your feedback. If you'd like to drop us a line, you can do so at togotpod at gmail.com. Again, that's T-O-G-O-T-P-O-D at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you, recommendations, things you love, things you hate, what you want to hear, any recommended books for maybe our fourth season, just let us know. Anyways, uh, here's our action items and the conversation around that. Did you want to start this or shall I? <laughs> uh, if you if you could. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> um, so, Alex, what are you going to improve this week? Okay, well... Obviously, the physical stuff is a big one for me right now. Um, mentally, I'm I'm doing well, so I'm I'm really concerned with the physical things. Uh, instead of trying to control my diet, I think I will try and get, have more self control over the times that I eat. So, I am going to I'm going to do you know intermittent fasting, and uh, I'm only going to eat probably between the hours of 9 a.m. They say do eight hours, so 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. That's when I'll I'll do my eating for this week. Um, And then I will also do the the jump rope challenge uh, with Alandra and Claire this week. Uh, and, And so I'm expected to jump rope every single day this week. Um, and I am also expected to, uh, to do this intermittent fasting thing so that I can kind of get a little bit more self-control over my eating schedule. Um, and after you tell me, uh, what it is you're going to do to improve this week, I would like to hear, um, or I'd like to make a challenge for the both of us. So, uh, Bryce, what is it you're going to do to improve this week? Okay. So one thing I've, I've noticed this in the past that when your life isn't cluttered, you feel a lot better. (laughs) So my, my one thing is I definitely need to declutter. I have so much stuff everywhere, specifically in my room. The rest of my house is actually quite clean. Um, so yeah, I need to clean my room, which is a, an absolute disaster. I've got papers everywhere, which I mean, I don't even know what's in these papers. <laughs> and and then um, one one thing that I'm actually grateful you brought up 
was I, I wrote down this. I want to do a gratitude journal um, every every day. I want to just write down a couple things that I'm grateful for every day um, because I, that will definitely help improve uh, my life and my mental health and stuff. And then the other thing that, that I want to focus on right now is just eating a bit better, specifically not eating out. Um, I know every, for the past two, three weeks, um, when I've come home from my pathway gathering, because it ends at 9.30, and it's like a half hour drive home, somewhere around there, um, I, I end up going to McDonald's and buying some food, and <laughs> which is not good, because it's like 10 o'clock when I'm eating this. Yeah, no bueno. <laughs> Yeah, and and I mean the problem is is because the last thing that I ate that day was probably at noon, so by ten o'clock I'm quite hungry. Um, so I think just kind of focusing on that and uh, figuring out food for this week. So I'll I'll be working on that tonight. Excellent. So food, better better meals, less eating out, and gratitude. Do I got that right? Uh yeah. Okay. So. That's excellent that you're going to do the gratitude journal because that's the challenge I was going to bring up. I'm going to do the same thing. Um, I'm going to write at least one thing that I'm grateful for every single day this week. And I reckon I will also include in this little journal how I'm doing on the other things that I'm working on. Hopefully that helps keep me accountable. And then I think I'll be better able to report on things at the end of the week. Um yeah. Well, excellent. I think this was fantastic. Anything else, Bryce, or do you want to wrap us up? No, that's it. That is everything. I'll wrap us up here. That does it for this edition of the Old Goal of Truth. Um, oh, yeah. Oops. Bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, sweet, two weeks break? I'm down? <laughs> uh, let me fix this. Da, da, da. Sorry, future me, for messing up your editing. There you go. That does it for this edition of The Old Goal of Truth. For next week, join us in studying Book 2 of Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Thanks for studying with us. Mecco.